there. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's your old friends at Monday Madness, and welcome back to the Jelly Filled Donut Podcast. Happy, Happy days, indeed. Um, we are on to, uh, we're very excited about these episodes, lad, because we're actually no longer doing filler for the time being. No more, fill- no more filler. It's done. It's over with. For now. For about maybe four weeks. It's over. For about four weeks. It's over. Okay, five weeks, but I swear <laughs> no more. Anyway, um, so yes, I hope hopefully you guys have enjoyed what we're calling the old hag trilogy that we just uh, had for the last few uh, episodes. That is literally the only connective tissue between those episodes, that everyone in that part of the world are ugly. That's about it. Like, if they're ugly, they can't be trusted. That is how it works. Yeah. That is literally how it works, yeah. So That's why I'm the most trustworthy, trustworthy person here. <laughs> Anyway, so the episode that we're going to talk about um, is, is a real tearjerker, lads, in fairness. Uh, yeah. I do think I cried at this in the original run yes. this episode. So, like, um, the first time she watched this episode was only about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> she was she very was, drunk. She was drunk at the time. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mm. <laughs> She's done a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pain medication, it's fine. But, um, but yeah, we will, ask, we, will, we will ask the question at the end. Did, was, did it actually make you cry at the time? Because uh, I think it might, might be a good little thread to, to keep uh, yeah. pulling on throughout this episode. But um, and I can, I'm sure anyone listening at home would be pretending that they didn't. When actually they <laughs> weeped openly. Probably tears. Yes, exactly. Um, because again, we don't get emotionally attached to animals on this, po- on this uh, Pokemon podcast at all. Um, especially considering that the episode title is Bye Bye Butterfree so it, what happens it, like, it is kind yeah. of a spoiler to be honest it is a bit of a spoiler it's a very fucking big spoiler to be fair like they, they have a habit of like ruining the premise with the, with the episode title yeah. there's no ambiguity with these ones you know oh, there's the odd pun title episode yeah um, like there's nothing to say it couldn't have been fly by Butterfree, which sounds like it was a drive-by, and it so was like, yeah. random people. The, the Butterfree and Beedrill are having a gang, uh, yeah. gang warfare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. turf war turf over, war, yeah. you know, the forests. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Butterfree are going to lose that one, aren't they? Like, they're, they're absolutely, they've got, in, in that, in theory, in that gang violence, Beedrill have the ability uh, yeah. to kill them. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that doesn't say what how cruel nature is, I don't know what is. But, um, but either way, the episode will uh, start off, and we, uh, we get with our uh, heroes, Marching towards a cliff, the narrator saying that their next adventure is just over the horizon. Mm-hmm. This is the narrator literally describing the scene because he has nothing else better to say. Um, and of course, Ash is amazed at the uh, rocks until waves crash into him and realizes, oh shit, yeah, the sea is really angry. I forgot about that. As if you they know, weren't I swept can, away. Yeah. <laughs> not walked into the ocean already. <laughs> or walked into the ocean, she says in inverted commas, as uh, Misty pushes him in just for being a dick. In fairness, yeah, but again, eyes on the prize here. She still needs that bike. If he yeah. drowns, no bike. That's no that's bike. you have to think of it that way. So um, so yeah, he again, Ash is still quite an idiot at this point, even though he's shown like brief episodes of uh, of, uh, of of talent and hero heroism. He still goes, oh, that's a big long drop. It's like, actually not. You're not going as the crow flies to saffron. Like yeah. you can go other places. There's there's ways around this. And obviously, uh, Brock then helps him out before he does just like lemming his way into the fucking sea. Um. Gets a map out and says a nearby ridge should lead straight to Saffron City. And um, now I don't know like if this is like a- accurate to the map, but you remember there is like a section like from like say Lavender to Fuchsia that is just like wooden boards across yeah. the sea. I don't think it's meant to be that because no, it doesn't make sense with the geography because Saffron's smack bang in the middle of everything. So I don't know and where you're approaching is, it from. This is the last town that they were in was the filler only one. They so were in the they, they were at the they, islands. Yeah, they were. Uh, so they were at but the last Vermilion then... City was last. Yeah, so they would have had to, like, it, it, because Saffron's in the centre, they, they have to have been passed through somewhere else. Yeah. So they haven't been to Celadon, they haven't been to Lavender. They can only have gone either Cerulean or, like, Vermilion. Yeah. You know, so, 
again, they have a bit of a reputation for getting lost. Maybe that's just happened here again. And I really, like, I'll pretend to be shocked when they did get lost one more time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, exactly. So the, their next target is Saffron City and the Saffron Gym. Now, we will be talking about Saffron in later episodes because uh, uh, they are um, a trilogy in their own right, which oh, we're all very looking forward to. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll, we'll touch that uh, next week or the week after. I would probably say this is between, like, just north of north of Vermilion. It has to be, yeah. Do you remember back in Pokemon Yellow? Mm. They had like a jumbled up all all the trainers again yes. on you. Um, you had bits and pieces that were like AJ and a, a Sandshrew trainer on yes. that route, which would have been the equivalent of AJ. That's right. Yeah. There was a Butterfree trainer around that. Place yeah, that, that was like a level twenty one Butterfree. Only, yeah. Only in Yellow. Yeah, that's a good point so actually. Yeah, that would make me think that this is if we're trying to put it. If you're on if you're extrapolating it, yeah, you could say yeah. it. You could argue it's it's between it's in that route, whatever, yeah. route four or five, whatever it was. Yeah, could be right. Um, again, we we'll, we might get the GPS out next time for uh, for these, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Um, so yes, they're about to head off until Ash sees something in the sky sparkling in the air. Missy says they look like butterfree, and then Brock chimes in, being the expert on a uh, on Pokemon mating rituals, saying it's there's it's there their season of love. Yep. I mean, he has been talking about this for the last few episodes. Like, um, it's almost like he's obsessed with it. Ghost James. of Maiden's Peak, he was distraught because, uh, oh, I've lost my chance for summer romance. <laughs> he's there even, even the Butterfree are getting their hole and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and they only live for a day. Like, what? he was willing to have sex with a ghastly and now, like, he's just watching all of these Butterfree <laughs> mating in front of him. They're like, oh, I mean, I grab that ghastly. It is a difficult proposition to try and, like, have a go at a ball of gas with yeah. a face on it. But, I mean... <laughs> He made a go of it. He did. He tried. You, you can't say he didn't. You can't say he didn't. But um, but yeah. So he explains what that means. He means that uh, they basically they find mates. They lay their eggs across the sea, and um, Missy says it's very cute. And uh, Ash really goes, "Oh shit, I have a butterfree as well." It's almost like I didn't use him for like fifteen episodes before this point. <laughs> he didn't use it very often. No, to be honest, he, he peaked at like Metapod. Ironically yeah. enough, yeah. <laughs> It's like the, I I it love was, as well it because was they, against Misty. I'm trying to think when the last actual battle it was in. There was like a, there was like a compilation at the end of this episode, and genuinely like it was like using the battle in Mi- with Misty, and then miscellaneous like clips after that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was used as something else. You know, yeah. kind of way, not in battle. So the fact that he had like, this emotional goodbye for a Pokemon, he didn't bother to use. I want to evolve, like you know, kind of ironic, but uh, but yeah. So uh, again, yes. Yeah, so Ash remembers. Uh, he has a butterfree and reminds him that he won't be able to have babies if he can't lay his eggs across the sea. And there we have the premise of the episode. Yes. Title screen appears and, uh, funny enough, we return to a hot air balloon, which is just happens to be there. And happens to they be... Got, they got it off screen. They literally just like... They, 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 they didn't get it off screen. They fucking nicked it. Like, you know what I mean? They, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they nicked a boat like two episodes ago. Exactly, yeah. Oh no, that didn't happen. You see, it's, it's, a, it's a scrapped episode. You know, so like it never <laughs> happens. They don't have a, they don't have a history of uh, of stealing vehicles. Like, it's grand. Um, and yes, when Mr. Remarks, oh, surprised to have one available. Yes, one available. Definitely didn't knock out the fucking uh, person who brought it in. <laughs> the salesman. <involved>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you seem like a trustworthy people. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, so yeah, uh, look, look at it this way: the amount of times Team Rocket has had to go back and buy a new hot air balloon because their Meowth balloon got a puncture in it, mm. they must be going really cheap in this world. They must be like, there must be like someone who's like, like do, you know, like the we we have like barista caravans. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Popped out, like they just have hot air balloon vans that like you just go up and buy one off the. Is it, yeah, there's, there's like some people like it's a really good market and people are doing have like really high quality balloons and then there's some awful like person in the back alley just over inflating wiggly tufts. 
Driftlims before they existed. Driftlims, yeah, that's what it was. Like, yeah, that's what that's how it worked. Happened, right? They're all dead hot air balloons, yep. and they all come back as ghost Pokemon. Boom! There you go. There There's you some go. internal cannon for you. So, uh, and and to get the revenge, they take the children, the people who broke them, because <laughs> that's the dex entry for Driftlim people. That's how fucked up that is. So, uh, yes, uh, Brock says there'll be more balloons once they're up there. Uh, he does fire up the balloon, they soar into the air. And uh, Ash is admiring the view as Pikachu steers the direction towards the uh, the Butterfree. Uh, now, as you may know, um, if you're fans of collective nouns, the collective nouns for Butterfree or Butterflies is a flight of Butterfree right. or a flutter. Um, would we agree that the collective noun for Butterfree would be a flight or do we do we have something else for that? A spread. A spread. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you, I would like now you to leave your own house, and we're going to replace you with a dog, because at least a dog, while not able to speak English, will never make bad jokes like that again. Look, consider the show we're watching. Bad puns is exactly where we are supposed to. Be. Just because you're on the same level as fucking me out doesn't make that a good thing. You know, it's like no, that's not how this works, honestly. Um. <laughs> it, it actually just reminds me of a of a of a bad joke. It's it's, it's like, yeah, do you know what else is butterfree? Margarine. Oh, <laughs> that's a that, that's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. That is. I'll absolutely pretend I haven't named butterfree. Margarine. Uh, <laughs> or tried to say I can't believe it's not butterfree. I ran out of characters. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 just pretend that never happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Brock stays in closer. We see Butterfree's all pairing uh, together with a uh, love hearts between each couple, so that we know exactly what's going on. Um, basically, again pointing out how cute it all is, as Brock mm-hmm. reminds Ash about his Butterfree. So Butterfree does uh, pop out, flies towards the group, and uh, go out there and find your mate, says Ash, because apparently this is Butterfree Tinder now. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for his Butterfree, everyone swipes left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes from Pokemon to Pokemon. They can just, like, they know if Ash is his trainer, then he's going to be a little shite. Yeah. So. He's a butterfly that smells slightly weird. Like yeah. It's, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, talking to them, their heads turn away from each other. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I can absolutely imagine, like, butterfly has never been groomed, has never been well kept, mm. has just... Well, as we've actually, we did establish in the, in the uh, last episode, it's a very strong looking butterfly. You know, that's what, that's what Ash says. Now, yeah. what Ash says is not necessarily what everyone else says. So yeah. maybe you're right. Um, and yeah, everyone keeps turning away from the Butterfree, no one uh, keen on it. Uh, inside the balloon, they seem surprised the Butterfree hasn't paired up yet, but Brock uh, ponders, maybe none of them are, maybe Butterfree's type. You know, and says, like, yeah, maybe maybe it is. Maybe he's just such a nice guy that just no one takes him. He's trying to his loneliness onto the Butterfree. And I'm sure he never does that again throughout the rest of this Oh no, you see, show. Butterfree is entitled to, this, to love. And that is true, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's where Brock is just being way too... Way too compassionate towards him. Yes. It's like, well, no one's loving me, but someone should love this Pokemon, yeah. right? Why am I so lonely? Yeah. Such a nice guy. <laughs> he is a nice guy. Nice guy Brock. There you go. <laughs> nice guy Butterfree. Yes. <laughs> he's, the, he's the wingman to end all wingmen. Um, because that, that, whole, that role would be ruined if it was Brock. Lit- he's a literal wingman. Yeah. Butterfree is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you can leave your house. <laughs> I will now do the podcast with the dog. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mrs. Curious. with Tina and Guinness. Oh my god. Uh, let's not. Because, like, all I hear is here is just scratching and, like, just general anxiety. Yeah. There'll, just be, there'll just be two balls of anxiety, and I'm there trying to, like, you know, ask them questions about their favourite interests and shit. You know, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, so, again, yeah, Missy's curious about that, and uh, she says, All Butterfree look the same to me, which is so fucking racist, to be honest. <laughs> Um, especially considering that we do see a Butterfree looks completely different to the yeah, others. It's, it's the 
first introduction of shinies. Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. So uh, Brock takes a guess and says maybe b- b- different butterfree fly better or different patterns and so forth like that. Maybe they are inclined in different ways, you know. Yeah. Um, we hear pokeballs being opened in the background as, uh, as everyone looks behind them and we see more balloons starting into view and uh, more butterfree being added to the flight. Uh, as Brock confirms, they are butterfree trainers arriving uh, this year to um, you know, get rid of Pokemon essentially. Yeah. It's like, right, I've had to put up with this Caterpie for three months, off you fuck. <laughs> off to your new adventure. Um, and we close in on one balloon and the purple haired girl is talking to a butterfree in the ball. Uh, that's released and the girl smiles and laughs going, haha, I'm so glad it's gone. Um, Brock is immediately smitten and blushing at nuclear levels. Like he's like roaring, glowing yeah. fucking red. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say, say something lads here, but if you are glowing red because of blushing, that is the highest blood pressure you could possibly have. Yeah. Now you, like, you, you've, you've had high blood pressure in the past. Yeah. You've never glowed because of it though. Not knowingly. Not knowingly. No, not knowingly. But, you know... But let's um, say if you were had high blood pressure, like, James actually just switched off a light. Like, you I would tell a difference. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it saves an electricity bill all the same, though. But, um, but yeah. But Butterfree returns to the balloon as Missy quips, not again. As, like, as if, like, this happens to you every day. Like, like, they are living with Brock. So, wouldn't be surprised if this kind of crap happened every day. Yeah. Like, You've seen it happen every time he goes into a Pokemon Centre. Yeah, or every time he talks to Nurse Jenny, and considering that they do like they, they double his hotels as well. So literally yeah. every po- every time they're staying, like he literally is like Brock uses her. <laughs> every single time. Um. So Ash tries to probably has to go in and warn Joey before. Now we're going to be staying here. I'm very sorry. We've got basically a spaz. And would you happen to have like a forklift truck we can tape him to? Mm. Because that would probably work out for everyone in this building. Yeah, you know. Um, he, he's been, he, he's been a couple of weeks before he tried to shift the ghastly he just hasn't really got over it yet but, you know. um, so yeah anyway, Ash tries to talk to him but Brock uh, cuts in and commands to go after the the, uh, the girl's butterfree and specifically points at which one Cause, so not only was he good enough at finding the girl but he can also tell which butterfree it is even though yes. as Missy said they're all identical funny how that he, works he's a wingman yeah <laughs> he, he sniffed out the butterfree <laughs> Um, yeah, so again, the Butterfree tilts its head in confusion and explains if two Butterfree fall in love, then the trainers will also meet and therefore fall in love as well, because that is how it works. And, and he, said, he says is, it with such like command, like, you know, this is the facts. Yes. Um, Even though he's not Butterfree's trainer. No. <laughs> he, he, he then tries to get a Zubat and dresses up as a Butterfree. <laughs> doesn't work. The, the Papa Marche just doesn't fucking like fly out in the end. And, and as we all know, Butterfree don't bite anything, so yeah, that, w- that wouldn't work out. But, um, so yeah, uh, Missy smashes Brock over the head as he drapes over the balloon, telling him to not get involved in Pokemon love affairs, which is a fair point. Again, you tried to shift the ghastly two weeks ago. Um, Ash reminds Missy that no mate means no babies for Butterfree. He'll die alone. Um, and in fairness, considering that we had established Caterpie was an incel a couple of weeks ago, yeah. that's probably the natural course yeah. of action, but here we are. Um, so yeah, Butterfree goes off one more time, tries again, scans the area until it sees a pink Butterfree flying ahead. Now, uh, you mentioned that it would have been a shiny. Yeah, uh, Butterfree. So yeah, kind of is the thing. The actual shiny is so you know like uh, the Butterfree is kind of this kind of purplish body, the red eyes and the kind of the blue kind of like limbs as it were, yeah. the hands and feet. It's actually the shiny is a uh, black body. Yeah. Uh, actually, we're getting on screen now. So black body. Uh, I think it's pink eyes and uh, pink limbs, as far as I know. So Dave, you've seen on screen there now. So it's there's normal and there's a shiny. There's a shiny. Oh, okay. So it is a little bit. The wings are pinker. 
but yeah. the the eyes are green and the limbs are, are pink as well. So not the necessarily the pink body, but they they certainly got that that kind of like little bit of variety in it. So I was just surprised they never went back and re- retroactively changed. Like, yeah, you, you think so? Yeah, they changed like uh, Charizard used to be blue in its shiny, and yeah. now it's black. Now it's black. Yeah. So yeah. they were well able to make change. I don't see why they did, never did it with Butterfree. It's a weird one, isn't it? When you think of it, like, especially considering that they did have a pink butterfree there. Yeah. And like considering that, like it is pr- properly iconic as well. Yeah, yeah. This is as we said, it's one episode that stays with you. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Like I always re- like when I got introduced to the concept of shinies, other than the cards. Mm. Um. Uh, like I immediately turned to oh, it's like the pink butterfree. Yes. Um, and I'm just gonna, you know, it's it's the correct canon in my head. So it's six. I think so too, yeah. It's either that or this is a butterfree with a rare skin condition. It's an albino butterfree. That's what it is. It's, that's why it's lighter than the rest. There was a filler episode in the Orange League where there's like everything eats pink berries and they become pink. That's not. That's right, yeah. The kind of the flamingo principle, like, yeah. Yeah. So that might also be it's. Um, Th- that would explain it. Pink Island. Yeah, it could be, it could be from the Orange Islands. Yeah, you never know. I, I like that idea, actually. That could yeah, work. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. It? So anyway, uh, yeah, the um, the talk of the bring Butterfree uh, Brock like response from Butterfree as it zooms over, Misty and Cole looking on. Brock quipping that is love at first sight with that pink one. Let's see if the pink one agrees. And um, we see these two side by side as Butterfree dancing around. Uh, Ash thinks it's acting weird, mm-hmm. but Brock explains that it's a courtship dance that Butterfree do, and the the pink one is obviously not responding to this because uh, again, not the greatest pickup line in the world. It's just flailing around. Notice me, you know, unless you wear an incel, but that actually does work. Um, Missy says it's so romantic and Pink said, uh, Brock says that if it works the other Butterfree should do the same dance it does not work no, the Pink no, Butterfree no. Uh, starts flying up away from Ash's yeah, Butterfree yeah rightly so yeah um, again as, as many as as, a, as as tactics go yeah. it's a pretty poor one oh, you yeah. know um, and the, uh, uh, Butterfree catches up pleads case and gets a slap down from the Pink Butterfree and flies off um, Brock gets it shut, it says it got shut down and uh, Missy says it's not fair so they're all living vicariously through a butterfree here, which is uh, which is gas, um, <clears throat> and then obviously he uh, he's upset uh, the butterfree and soars down into the woods below. Yeah, and uh, that's it. He's up at, at the end of the episode. He just he just disappears. That's Fantastic. it. Yeah. So what I think should have happened at this stage. What should butterfree, butterfree do? <laughs> get Ash to go up to the pink butterfree and say, "Will you shift my mate?" Yes, or whatever. Like do the actual like the "Will you shift me mate?" dance that butterfree yeah. do, which is more or less just like directing to whatever their kind of private parts are. I presume. Yeah. Or like they're, they're right, it's a rise or something like that. So it's like yeah. a flutter. It, they do the Morse codes. That's how it works. <laughs> um, so Brock quips that it was shot down in its prime, um, which uh, for Butterfree is like, what, level 20 thereabouts? I mean, it's... Yeah, not really useful after that. <laughs> it's about to say, it learns confusion, and then, then you see real psychic types. There yeah. you go, job done. Uh, they land their balloon in the, in the woods, uh, nearby where um, the Butterfree landed. So uh, everyone's calling for, for Butterfree here at this point, but there's no response. Uh, until we see it hiding behind a tree, Ash finds it first, and then everyone is asking if it's okay, and Ash noticing it looks sad. Because again, like Butterfree is one of the more expressive Pokemon, with because it yeah. has those huge eyes, yeah. you can tell, like it's, 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 it's better that way. Uh, and Brock says it was rejected by someone it loves, saying it could be a terrible shock. And, How uh, is Brock still shocked by this? <laughs> as, as Brock says he does say hey, if he could write a book about love and heartache. Yeah. Because literally every episode he's smitten by someone who was either already taken, not interested, or probably a lesbian, and like it's just yeah. to him, it's just like it's just like a cavalcade of failures. That's all. That's his life essentially. It's probably why he just kept the gym in the first place. Yeah. He just keeps it all professional. 
um, and they're misequipping the Cuppy's autobiography, at which point everyone goes, but don't tish. Um, so then we get some, uh, some chatter between Butterfree and Pikachu. Uh, Ashton has a thought that the Pokedex could help pair the two Butterfree. Uh, so, the Butterf- so the Pokedex could be the wingman here, as opposed to Brock. Uh, but Missy argues it's never been in love, as in the Pokedex. Yes. <sighs> you know, because it's a machine, and machines yeah. don't love, as we all know. Um, uh, <laughs> that's all I can say about that. It's just like, it's like the, it, yeah, you're starting to learn, hang on, does Misty not know how this works either? Yep. As we're, as we're going to find out very uh, very soon. Uh, so Ash can't understand that this Butterfree is great. Why would anyone reject it? You know, it's all that self-improvement that the Butterfree has put itself through to be a better person. <laughs> Remember that Metapod battle? Like, you should tell them, regale them of tales of that Metapod battle that you... <laughs> yes, so he hardened 40 times. How can you not be impressed by his strength? Um, yeah, uh, again, uh, this is a very kind of incel-like attitude as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it says more about the writers in this show, to be fair, but uh, either way. Uh, so Ash then has a brainwave and thinks Butterfree should show off how strong it is and show off, showing off its tackle and stun spore and stuff like this. Okay, so that's how it works. You need to tackle your mate and paralyze it. That's, that's, how, you, that's how you show how strong it is. And again, uh, we know people who've tried to show off how strong they are to, to, to pick up someone yeah. by literally picking them up. Uh, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> It's like a train wreck. Fortran lied to you. Yes. <laughs> it's, it is kind of no matter what, it is kind of funny seeing it play out. It's yeah. like it's it's actually you can see the, the the brain working in real time. Oh my god! Like Butterfree is on Sportsman. Yes. <laughs> Sportsman. Sportchan. Oh, Sportchan! I love it. Um, apparently, it's a lot less aggressive than Hitmonchan. I think. Uh, but uh, there you go. Uh, Get out of this house. Yeah, that's fair. Enough. <laughs> this, yeah. Po- this podcast is now just. I'm now being replaced dead, by another. Dead noise. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's three dogs sleeping. That's the podcast now. Um, you might think it's worse, but hey, at least you're not getting any shitty jokes anymore, so that's a start. Um, so, again, Misty agrees with all this and says that he has to be assertive. This is a direct quote from Misty here. Love is about attacking your opponent first, getting with a quick punch to surprise them, and while they're weak, you can beat them hands down. Trust me, I know it's the best way to win. Wow. That is um, some sort of, you know... That sounds like Stockholm Syndrome that, that's to me. Literally, I was trying to think of the word Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you know, victim uh, just perpetuating the cycle. Now, we should be should clarify, incidentally, that um, this obviously isn't the case in the, in the anime, but actually in the games, Misty does have a boyfriend. Oh. Right? We see that uh, in uh, Generation 2. Yeah. So, uh, when you do finish off the, the first eight gyms in, in Jody, you can go back to do Kanto. And there's a few that you can do straight away, but there's some that you have to do a little hickory pokery with. One of them is Misty. You have to go up to the Cerulean, the top of the road in Cerulean City. Yeah, Bill's house, yeah. And that's the, I think it's the Cerulean, the, the Cove. That's what's called, Cerulean yeah. Cove. So you go up to that top there, do the whole, like, you know, the Nugget Bridge, all that sort of shit, and then you literally interrupt their date. And that's how you get the gym battle with Misty. And she's, oh. like, she's beating up some guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we assume so anyway, because he fucking scarpers. Like, he literally just bolts. Uh, and Look, then... there, there's anyone who thinks that uh, Misty and Ash should be together. There should prove that she's not into him. Yes, exactly. It's already taken. Or... Right, because she she didn't attack Ash first, get in a quick punch. <laughs> in fairness, she does hit him quite a lot in this show, so maybe that's her way of showing affection. Is it to be... <laughs> Um, so Brock takes all of this to heart and says that Missy says that's love and Brock frails, flails around saying he should have known this sooner 
Probably. I know he starts no. attacking random nurse joys. <laughs> He's just shaking them. Love me! <laughs> so Ash says uh, they should try again, but Brock says hold it. Uh, actually, they're kind of like an ace attorney. Yeah. Calls a notice, which is weird. Yeah, predates her by quite some time, and he thinks that a new li- new look might work. Which uh, I say that would be great for the animator because now they can't copy and paste the same butterfree every time. Yeah. Fuck! You give him a yellow scarf, you bastards. <laughs> So yes, he's wearing a yellow neck scarf now and everyone compliments it because that's how it works. You just get a new scarf, you automatically get shifted. That's how it works, lads. Um, Butterfree now feels a lot better about itself. And the balloon is back up, Butterfree's back in the air. Ash now has some binoculars, scouting out for the pink Butterfree, obviously sticking out like a sore thumb. Um, and Ash, uh, I missed to point out how Ash, how, uh, how Ash is taking this so seriously. And Ash replies saying that he raised that Butterfree himself and will show how everyone how good it is. Because again, not pushy at all. This could yeah. easily turn out to be a shotgun wedding, lads. Not yeah. gonna lie. And um, so Misty quips at the dueling passions of both trainer and Pokemon, and uh, they do eventually do uh, spot the uh, pink Butterfree. Ash slides up his Butterfree, flies off, and catches up to the pink uh, Butterfree. So Ash tells him to show off Whirlwind because the best way of showing off is to like blow them off course, essentially. <laughs> but um, he does. And pink Butterfree not impressed. And then use tackle. Basically suggesting like she blow him, so <laughs> yeah, wouldn't work. No, it's just like yeah, it's uh, it's it gives out the wrong message. I find. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, so then, um, fuck, I didn't even think of it that way. Jesus Christ! The fact that you said it as well, I think yeah. it makes it worse. Like that's a that's a window into your psychology there. Fucking hell. And um, so this then, this is why you need more female writers in the room. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah Ash then suggests uh, Tackle and uh, Butterfree zooms past so we can actually see what Tackle is meant to look like yep. yeah. so he's like just zooming along um, with, and again goes around the Butterfree a few times not impressed basically do for wind show that you're level 23 yes is basically level 23 cool. ladies <laughs> <laughs> um, like yeah that, that really wow that's really impressive level 23 like you know this is a uh, yeah. And your trainer still has you. God, he must be awful. See <laughs> <laughs> that or just, just emotional attachment everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a, a very clingy trainer. Um, Butterfree's once again getting upset. Um, Ash says that they were shut down again. And uh, before we get even more um, tragedy, uh, we see a black helicopter with an arrow on the bonnet popping into view. Uh, we're directed to it as we see the helicopter fly by and the uh, Team Rocket Motto is played over the speaker. Mm-hmm. It's a long banner. So we see the long banner, which is an R, and like, yeah. clearly like, it, it's supposed to say something in Japanese because it's a huge fucking banner. Yeah. Right? But it's like, it's R, Massive Space, Jesse's Face, Massive Space, James's Face. <laughs> this was like, okay, there was going to be something in Japanese there, but that's all been keyed out. I love it. We'll never know what it said. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they, they cut the inside the helicopter when they continue their motto. And then we see a giant little uh, a master ball kind of coming out from the helicopter with, the, with an R on it instead. Yes. Which makes oh, me think... A cool look. It is. Like, I, like, it's funny, like, I'm always thinking, like, how could they not have done that before? Like, in the games, have a rocket ball. Yeah. And literally the case of, like... Um, well, they, they didn't have happiness in Generation 1, but in the later ones, it, that is a, a function of having your Pokemon happy. Yeah. So that means, like, the happier they are, certain moves are more powerful and they can evolve and stuff like that. But the opposite side is when they dislike you and you have to move called frustration. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, like, because um, we said this about Gyarados, would it be great to, like, to have his evolution be because he's pissed off and he evolves that way. So you have to treat the magic carp like shit for it to evolve. Yeah. Which is ironic, but yeah, I can see why they don't do it. But for Rocket Ball, literally, like, you catch the ball, you catch a Pokemon there and it automatically hates you. It's automatically evil. Because yeah. remember, Pokemon aren't evil, masters are. Yeah. Put them in the right ball and they're evil automatically. You know, it works. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. 
I'll, I'll picture the Giovanni next time I see him and yeah, see what he thinks. Yeah, like high level of effectiveness, but its happiness will never increase. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That would work. Like, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah it could work. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. It's a good shot. So, yeah, that protrudes out of the helicopter. It's a giant one, and Mio stands on the uh, platform above it, signs out the motto. Uh, they scoff at all the butterfree as uh, the ball changes into a giant net in a poof of smoke. Now, I'm not going to say it's a gadget, but that's pretty fucking gadgety, to be honest. Mm. From ball to net. Boom. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Uh, and Rocket says that they're all hit, all theirs, and Miev quips that they're about to do some networking. Because uh, we couldn't go through one episode without a shitty Miev pun. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to think that like they got the voice actor in to do his own puns, and then they just like just <laughs> stitched him into the episode as, as they went. Like. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're doing one about a net. Yeah, that'll do there. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, so Missy notices what they're doing and they're stealing all the butterfree in the net. Uh, James notices that the twerps are here and they always seem to be uh, as, but Jesse, Jesse's very confident because as always these are foolproof plans and yeah. they never get defeated yeah. by Team Rocket. They never do. Uh, they keep collecting butterfree and uh, t- <laughs> all three of them start uh, shouting Team Rocket to stop and you can see the different views here. I'm just telling them to stop because, you know, the Team Rocket and they're evil. Brock goes, no, stop it, you're disrupting their egg-laying season. And it's like, and Bissy's going, no, stop it, they're in love. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they, they all have different attitudes here, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the helicopter snaps into the shot here with Jesse saying they're in love too with all the Pokemon they're stealing. And uh, Jesse said, or James says the Butterfree are free no more, which means now they're just plain old butter. Uh. So... <laughs> oh yeah sorry I forgot you have a irrational fear of butter yeah. even the word yeah. butter yeah. it must it must be really weird for you to, have to see the word butter so much on screen yeah I know it's not fun, not fun but it's free of butter though, so you're alright <laughs> anyway so at this point we do have our, our, our yeah. half time break which means as always it's time for to see it there we go so uh, again lads this is our um, half time break we have no ads on this, uh, on, on this uh, show because we're, we're obviously covered by the network and um, we're co-opted we don't need to do any ad breaks here so uh, as ever we are going to do our Who's That Pokemon round and uh, this week it's down to Burt Ball yeah. Which, and I don't want to rub, I don't want to rub salt in the wounds here but you do need to slow us down here because, <laughs> I, I know I know so currently Jonathan is on 29 points yes I am on 27 you are? And Burkbox on 20. Yes. Yeah. So it's so up to you to slow us down. Total of five points. You're, hope, you're hoping to, for both of us to fail at this until like one point at most. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If, if, if not at all, indeed. Yeah. Okay, so, so first clue. I'm saying first and not only because I'm being optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> the Pokedex entry is from gold. Okay. Always believe in your soul. Uh, <laughs> go on, Kenny. Um, <laughs> yup. Uh, it raises its big ears to check its surroundings. Not Kenny Harrington. Uh, <laughs> if it senses anything, it attacks immediately. Hmm, pretty much Kenny Harrington. Okay. That's good. That's not like. <sighs> I have a thought. I have a thought on this. I'll let you go first then. I'm gonna go for Wiggly Tough. Running through the uh, the map. You, 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 you're going like, who has the biggest ears? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Google. I'm gonna go with Growly. Growly. Okay. 
interesting. Okay. This get this is where it gets spicy now. Because again, Burkwa has a choice of any fact she wants then. Yes. That would have, that would have given the game away. I think so too. That could have given the game because not even that though because you're you're immediately narrowed down to either the right horn right on aspect. But they, but as I recall, well right on could have, but it's not in the wild. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah, that would have narrowed it down. Actually no, it wouldn't have been a fucker because one of us could go on need arena and need arena. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, but four points to James there, and he now takes the lead in the series. Nice yeah. So. Back to uh, back to the action, and uh, Rocket's helicopter hovers over, captures more very badly drawn butterflies. I have to be honest. Someone, <laughs> yeah, they someone, ran was, out of steam. someone was having a fucking mare at this scene. Um, so uh, yeah, the hot air balloon squares off in the foreground. Well, this is what happens whenever you have to animate a scarf. <laughs> it's a trade off. All, yeah, all the budget <laughs> went on that scarf. Yes, and to be <laughs> fair. Extras. I to say, I'm way up. What a wonderful scarf it is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. It's like, okay, either want me to copy and paste, or I'm going to try. <laughs> oh, you want to try? Well, fuck you too. Um, so the, the trio are shouting their uh, heads off for them to stop because clearly that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, Team Rocket share a, uh, a triple rhyme, a lesser spot of triple rhyme from Team Rocket there. So they get bonus points for that. Uh, Ash tries to uh, get Rocket to make the balloon go faster, but, but clearly hot air balloons come with free turbos mm -hmm. um, for these occasions. But obviously they'll sped by the helicopter. We see some more Butterfree, including the pink one hovering as the chopper balloons over behind them. Ash's Butterfree is trying to keep pace with the chopper, but as uh, James makes another pun, it gets uh, buffed away by the uh, by the space the the uh, disruption from the chopper. Uh, charges catches more Butterfree, including the pink one. So Ooh. now we have a uh, we have motivation now. Uh, Butterfree starts charging at the net, seeing the pink one is in distress, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's clearly pissed off, as you can imagine, uh, and meets the he rocket helicopter again. And starts tapping the helicopter at the side, like ding, 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 as if that will work. Butterfly like against, a the, fly against yeah. the window. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but a, a particularly angry one at that. 
Yeah. And uh, Ash is uh, obviously goading it on, but this is just not going to work. So Jacob looks on, looks to the side, literally just a side eye. He goes, "Oh, that's a bit of foot of free. That's cute." And um, oh wait, it has a yellow scar. Oh shit! Now we're oh, in trouble. And um, it's a main character. It's a main character. Bollocks. <laughs> So, uh, the butterfly's looking pretty bad at this stage, but Ash suggests a Stun Spore. Because, as you know, with Stun Spore, it can paralyze, paralyze Pokemon. Can't paralyze helicopters, lads, not gonna lie. And uh, so, obviously, no effect on that. Uh, especially considering, like, he was dusting it from the propeller. Yeah. So, it was immediately just being wiped off. Yeah. Like, just so stupid. Like, you could, like, I wouldn't mind, but, like, you could have used Whirlwind and disrupted it that way. Like, literally, an errant gust, and then the helicopter has to correct itself. Could have kamikazed into the blades. Okay, that's probably the worst strategy of all. Like, <laughs> Stun Spore is bad, but actual suicide, I don't think it's going to work. Like, a, an honourable death. You don't want to rip up that scarf, James. They spent literal minutes drawing that scarf. <laughs> actual minutes. So, Ash then tries to bring out Pidgeotto, but then Misty stops him by saying that Butterfree is trying his best to save everyone. And also the fact that he could get ripped up by the propellers. No one's really considering that part. <laughs> and obviously then Ash considers on that. A rocket uh, goes to make a getaway and the Butterfree is uh, dusted off again by the chopper. It flies off and uh, basically all the uh, balloons are saying, <laughs> he flies around the balloons, the cutting through, saying thanks for all the con- all their Butterfree, thanks for the contribution, we'll see them again next year yeah. when they seal the show. Um, again, the fact that we don't see anyone else in the balloons like doing this going like, oh, well, fair enough. I mean, like, it's it were Butterfree, lads. I mean, like, it's not, no skin on my nose if it doesn't have a fucking baby, you know? Yeah. And they were releasing them anyway. They're, that's the same. They were just getting rid of them. Make yeah. room for your decent. At least they're going. At least they're going to a worthy place. Money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So clouds clear. So the um, they start chasing after the helicopter at this point, and Ash keeps telling Brock to go faster. Uh, so then we start seeing some clouds clearing, and we see some kind of like that's kind of rocky terrain. Uh, they can't see Butterfree anywhere. <clears throat> so Brock says it'll follow the it follow the pink Butterfree to wherever it would go. Because again, definitely not obsessed. Um, everyone's calling out Butterfree but for no answer that is until we hear calling out looking, and it's looking pretty worse for wear has to be said mm-hmm. but uh, the Butterfree meets up with the balloon tries to explain itself uh, and Misty focuses on the pink Butterfree and Ash tells it to lead the way so uh, at this point then we see then between the rock formations there's a warehouse where the helicopter has landed you can overhear me out counting turns out they caught 100 Butterfree which is not a bad haul now in fairness um, but this say obviously is quite a catch James says it's nice that one of their schemes has worked out for once and Jesse says they're at their best when they're at their worst mm-hmm. which I think is the line they've used before and um, yeah. Meowth then daydreams that he'll be top cat when the boss hears about this so again Meowth's motivation is that literally it's been like replaced by Persian yeah he, he just wants those pets yeah he mm-hmm. just wants you know those scratches yeah, yeah and snacks yes and uh, to be fair who, who doesn't want them fair yeah and the you... chance lazy about all day doing nothing <laughs> Again, we wouldn't know what that's like, folks. Yeah, that's not being directed at anyone. The fact that it's looking at you as you say that really, <laughs> really speaks volumes to us. It's like, I know that you're talking shit about me, but I literally couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we see the, the in the daydream, we see the Persian kind of strung past, disappointed, the chair swivels, and we see the Meowth on the boss's lap going, and Meowth is laughing about it, but we hear some windows break, and Team Rocket ask who it could be. This I love, by the way. So we see Ash, Misty, and uh, Brock jump in, and they mock Rocket's motto. They go, yes. prepare for trouble, make it treble. And it's like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah, I, I like that. 20 episodes in, and they've, like, okay, we've we've done this so many times. Let's start... Let's like, start taking the piss. Let's start taking the piss out of ourselves first. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've only got, what, another 12 episodes left? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a Netflix run. That's it. Like, yeah. uh, they only get 30, and they, and, they, and they have to try again next year. Yeah. That's how it works. 
Um, so, I mean, you might as well start taking the piss out of your own motto. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and the stuff that you wrote in intentionally. Um, um, Rocket Quip said it was too good to last because, uh, oh no, the protagonists are here. We all know what happens. Um, so yeah, uh, Misty uh, says they're um, defending, they actually are defending the beauty of truth and love. So they're actually using the yeah. motto against them yeah. as well. It was quite clever. I like that. Mm. So, uh, as much as you can like anything about this fucking show. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's better than all the incel banter, isn't it? Um, so, uh, Jesse and James then grab tools, specifically a, uh, I think it was a sledgehammer and a uh, wrench, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unusual tools to, in this scenario to need. Yeah, actual bludgeoning weapons, yeah. Not a coffin, not no. mechanics. No. Well, in fairness, like they, they, they've kind of set their stall out there. It's just like, what can you do? We've, we, well, we've used machinery to capture these bullet free. Let's keep using machinery. That seems to work. Um, and Mel says, obviously, they've got to stop them. Mash gets bullet free to go after them. It zooms past them. Uh, Missy brings out Starmie and hovers over it. Uh, Starmie uses tackle, spins. I mean, uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. She gave a shit for trying to send out his Pidgeotto. Yes. And she sends out her Starmie. Yes. Well, the context has changed now. Like, they're, they're, it's a different battlefield now. They like team up with about weapons. You know, all they were doing was just flying a helicopter and capturing everyone's Pokemon. I mean, it's a different, it's a different context, James. You know, they're but, in actual danger now. But imagine what this is going to do to Butterfree and his psychology. The psychological. Yeah, you're right. No, no one is thinking about the Butterfree psyche. You're right. You're he's, still, right. he's distracted by his little scarf, so he's fine. Yes, the scarf is making all the difference here. Um, so yes, Starmie is like spinning towards Team Rocket like a fucking boomerang, which I love. This is like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I was like, oh no, the star is spinning after us. Let's run away. It's like a ninja star. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and yeah, and they start running away from there. Butterfree does reach the net of uh, the captured uh, brethren and see the pink one at the front. Butterfree starts tackling the net um, trying to bash it through. Uh, the pink Butterfree starts to look impressed and emotional. It's like, oh wow, he actually is a nice guy after all. Uh, we keep getting more and more tackles in from the Butterfree until he lands up this kind of like big tackle. I guess it's, it kind of looks more like a it's like a really kind of either a takedown like a like the double edge like a yeah. super tackle and then bam that breaks up in the net. It's a tackle powered by love. Yeah, a love tackle. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Butterfree starts streaming out from the net as a uh, rocket starts saying that they have to do something about this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's only their fucking cash cow like literally flying away. And um, uh, just in case, he, she swats the army away with a sledgehammer. Literally, just bonks yeah. it in the back, which I love. And it hits a wall, slides down to the ground. And if I'm not mistaken, um, in the actual cannon for Starmie, if you hit it in its duel, I think it's dead, isn't it? Yes. I think so. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like the same kind of Starmie. Where the light goes, like, beats off. Yeah. And then if it, it goes off forever. If it smashes, it's gone, yeah. So um, it's a good thing she kind of hit him in the back then. Really got like a real kind of like a worth shot of a sledgehammer, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, she was thoughtful about it. Um, so Misty immediately fixes this with a hose that douses Starmie in water. This random hose that she had, good job. Yeah, yeah, she just has it in her backpack. It, it automatically transforms like fucking Inspector Gadget. And it's just spraying super potion, really. Yeah. <laughs> but for, for Starmie, it's just water. And we, as we know, Starmie does have her cover, but apparently you have to fucking drown the bastard first. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yes, it soaks, up, soaks it up all, and it's good as new. It starts getting all shiny and shit. It's great. And um, I didn't realise Starmie was porous, but I suppose the more you know, more the more you know, uh, Brocko then opens the uh, doors to the warehouse and then Butterfree start flying away. The rockets are trying to catch them, but they're too high and they're all escaping, which is uh, obviously hilarious. Mm -hmm. So Ash and Butterfree are standing exhausted here by the broken net as Ash goes to check in on it. The pink Butterfree appears to do the same until James arrives uh, with his net, looking to catch at least one to get back. Um, to be fair, like I think in this context, I would rather like 
all of them get away and blame it on Ash and, and, and the company rather than like having 101 and coming back with one. Yeah, like, okay, we fucked up, but we got one back. How much money is one Butterfree? <laughs> it's like, yeah, not enough. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, James gets tackled by Ash's Butterfree instead. Pink one starts to blush at all the heroics in front of it. Um, smitten in love now from uh, from all this. So Jesse and Meowth have fired the helicopter. James hops in as Meowth said they won't let him get away. So they're going they're going to try again to uh, to catch on the Butterfree. So the helicopter takes off. The trio chase after him, telling him to stop. And uh, the, the balloon then fires up to chase after Team Rocket with both Pink Butterfree and Ash's one uh, along for the ride. So. Uh, the balloon then gets the side of the rocket helicopter with another rocket ball hanging below. Turns into the net. Same animation. Let's not. Uh, let's recycle as much as we can. Yep. <laughs> we had to pay for that scarf. Yeah, exactly. And that's that. At least five pounds out of our budget. And <laughs> um, at least uh, they they're about to catch the flight of butterflies again. Pikachu motions the butterfly that's something, and uh, Pikachu hops on board as Ash tries to figure out what they're doing. And uh, I think what they're trying to do, Ash. Should, they should have done something they should have done 20 minutes ago. <laughs> if this was the strategy, like, why didn't they yeah. just do this the first time? You know? I imagine the damage it would have done to Butterfree's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. I've got, he's on a personal journey. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. How foolish of me. Um, and yes, the pink, the pink one there obviously does look on concerned. The helicopter flies along as Butterfree overtakes it and confronts it, which is, uh, again, in the battle of Butterfree and, and helicopter, I'm going to put my money on the helicopter here. But, yes. Um, Team Rocket does sway that. Pissed on the uptake as he noticed that it's both Butterfree and Pikachu this time. And uh, Pikachu jumps off Butterfree's back, lands on the windscreen of the helicopter, looks very excited because he's about to blow up a bitch. <laughs> uh, he Team Rocket starts screaming, he's going to shock us as Pikachu starts charging up. This happens a few times, it's, yeah. it's faster each time. And so it's like it's a lot of panic, 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 panicking. And then eventually uh, Pikachu does shock the helicopter until it explodes. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that happens. It is, yeah. No, what happened there was Pikachu had played Grand Theft Auto. And realised, uh, ah, you can shoot down helicopters. Yeah. Right, good to know. Um, Pikachu then flips away, Butterfree catches it on its back, and Team Rocket are falling and disappear into a crevice, which they presumably fall to their deaths. Mm -hmm. So, while we're celebrating that, um, we should ask the eternal question we always do when Team Rocket fuck up. What should Rocket do? So... Uh, to give you the premise again, it is Butterfree mating season in this part of Kanto. Ash and Pikachu have arrived to allow their Butterfree to join in on the uh, on the fun. Team Rocket have acquired a helicopter and they have a warehouse nearby. There's various trainers around releasing their Butterfrees as well. So team, let's uh, let's uh, shoot some shit here. What should Rocket do? I mean, right off the bat, the plan this time was good. Mm -hmm. They had basically a Butterfree-proof plan. Yes. And trainers had set their Butterfrees and had basically just left them to it so yes. they were facing no real challenge apart from that one that one gobda yes like, it just happens to be there every single time like really I would have put up a sign at the start saying trainers please leave and allow the butterflies to mate naturally oh, okay right so you could have like they could have just tried to get the trainers away yeah, and yeah. they would have been fine Okay, that's interesting. So you, you literally kind of deceived them in a sense where like, no, is it, this is a conservation site? Pretty much. The Butterfree need to have privacy and all this sort of shit? Oh, Pretty much. Okay, that could, have, that could have worked, yeah. Because everything about the plan worked. They mm. got the Butterfrees, they got to the warehouse. Yeah. Basically, the only other thing I would have said would have been to have backup at the warehouse and have someone on guard. On guard, yeah. Potentially, yeah. Like, I mean, this so is those are the only two flaws that I'd 
I point out the that's, that's what I find surprising in the sense where like it's a, clearly a rocket warehouse why is it just Jesse and James there yeah. you know kind of way or unless it's, it's a generic warehouse they rented for the day in the middle of a fucking like rock crevice yeah. best place to put a warehouse in my opinion yeah. you know nice and remote you know can't get to it so yeah, that would have, that would have been me. Okay, so yeah. you would have so the so the kind of somewhere as a premise is literally just like act like it's a conservation site. Yeah. Like they, they deceive all the all the trainers and saying, release a bullet free here, they'll be fine, they're weird disguised, we'll look after them. We're zookeepers or yeah. breeders or whatever shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that that works, yeah. And what I would have done is I think the I am kind of in agreement with you, James, the plan was very good. I think that one major flaw was where they did it. Right? I think they jumped their load in the jumped the gun in a sense because they did it when the Butterfree were flocking together and so forth. Now, we know later on, they do go out to sea to lay their eggs. So yeah. I would have said, capture them there. Because you know for a fact that the trainers will not be going out to sea. Fair enough, yeah. You know? So, like, literally not wear out all the hot air balloons. Now, I think they did that just for the just for the, the pomp and ceremony of it. To, yeah. like, nick the people in front of the trainers. But it should be a bit smarter, a bit more conservative about it. And then capture them when they're going to sea. And you actually got more, in a sense, because literally there could have been more Butterfree being added into and it. And eggs. And eggs. But so you have Butterfree and eggs to sell as well then. Yeah. But you might have also had less because that's Is that more caviar then? I don't think... No. I would not have... I'd say that's golden eggs. Yeah. Golden eggs would be, yeah. <laughs> right. Not fucking like caterpillars. <laughs> yeah. That, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's say there are half a dozen... Let's say there's a certain amount of them are in cells like Ashes Butterfree. Sure. They would have been returned to the trainers if you had waited until they were out to sea. That's a fair point. So the, 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 you have a fully, fully grown Butterfree if you catch it mm. then and there. That's a fair point. It, it's hard to say whether you get like more. You could get less, but at least the way I would kind of argue is at least you're guaranteed to get them. Fair there enough. isn't any potential difference from actual, like, there could have been, a, like, again, Ash was there. Could also have been another capable trainer with like a big fuck off like Charizard going boom <laughs> yeah. off your fucking helicopter goes, you yeah. know. So like that's the way I would have kind of looked at it, you know. Um, Burpa, have you got a plan for us? Yes, I do. Oh dear. <laughs> Replace the hot air balloon burners with citronella candles. That way, the butt free if they do escape, mm-hmm. still don't want to go back to the owners. They'll still flock around the warehouse. So surround the warehouse with citronella candles that okay. repels insects. They're all trapped inside. So even if they do manage to break free for whatever reason, they're still trapped by the citronella candles. You're, you, you are basically setting up a trap of like scented candles. Yes. So the Butterfree, even when they try to escape, they just automatically go back into the warehouse yes. because of candles. Yeah. I can't fault it. Can't fault I can't, it. I can't fault it. <laughs> I can't fault it. Because clearly, I mean, clearly those kind of candles exist in the Pokemon universe. You yeah. know? Oh wait, you're just sending bug types into a fire then. Yeah. Oh no, you, you, you set a little, like, a ring of, like, smelly fires, so they won't go near them. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. You see? So literally, they, like, she, I'm saying that they're the strategic positions of the, of the candles. Like, they could be, like, like fucking industry-grade candles. They're huge. Yeah. Right? And then light them up that way, all around the warehouse, like a fucking seance. And like they a wicked the protection ring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to trap the butterfree. Yes. Inside of the warehouse. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, to be fair, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have used this candles to try and summon a giant insect, just and then just to say, ah, we trapped you inside. <laughs> we trapped you, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's worked, yeah. Um, to be fair, I love the mental image of like, aha, yes, we'll use this real life thing <laughs> to, cap, to keep these butterfree in play, as opposed to like, just like, you know, just making them pro bono. So no, no, we have to keep them as well. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's someone learning from their mistakes, so I, I think I, I like that plan. <laughs> 
Yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. Woo! Um, I'm noticing a pattern here that like she has the most like daft and nefarious plans <laughs> in equal measure. Uh, maybe I, I, is there something you have to tell us here, Burpa? Are you actually a team rocket, or are you just like? Well, on the same emotional and intellectual level as Jesse and James. <laughs> I'm more of a meow, to be honest. I, I, I thought from the hands, like the hands are out all the time, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's greedy as well, so it makes sense. <laughs> she also has a coin in her head all the time for these podcasts, I don't know why, but there you go. Anyway, so Hero Celebrate as Rocket are defeated with Misty saying, uh, there you go. coin in my forehead now. There you go, got your payday. So, <laughs> so, uh, James has collected two pounds. Uh, Missy uh, says to never get in the way of true love. Pikachu's back on the balloon as the two butterflies finally meet up for the first time ever. Uh, like, you know, mutually, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, notice me, senpai. Um, so, the pink butterfly then starts the courtship dance, as Brock explains exactly what's going on, because we definitely forgot about this. And then, then the two start uh, doing the dance as everyone looks on. So, the sun sets as we see these two Butterfree looking out to sea along with uh, Ash and, uh, and all the friends. It's a bit of a somber note as Ash realises Butterfree has to go. Um, Brock explains they have to cross the ocean to start their new family. Ash tells the uh, pink Butterfree to look after it. So Ash is, is kind of like a little bit um, upset at this, you can tell. Oh, yeah. The cap is down, all this sort of shit. Uh, Brock, uh, Misty and Brock goes, yeah, bye, quickly, get out of here. <laughs> we don't want to see what's coming next. No. <laughs> I think um, Brock does. Brock does, yes, please, take me with you. <laughs> He's there swimming out to the ocean, collecting like the... Attaching fake wings on himself. <laughs> I'm a friend too. <laughs> Look at my courtship dance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, uh, obviously uh, the Butterfree's looking to go, but Ash uh, comes and reassures it, saying it'll uh, tell you the Pokemon is on a trip. Uh, alternatively, you could have brought out the Pokemon to say goodbye to it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hardly Charmander is going to start clinging to the fucking wings, going "Don't go, please." You know, <laughs> it's not going to work that way. Um, and they, they just say he's on a trip. You'll come back one day mm-hmm. because uh, that excuse always works. Yeah. Only when they were a pack of cigarettes, he's going to come back. I promise. <laughs> um, Butterfree is uh, well up, uh, but here's the pink Butterfree in the background going, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> didn't this guy trade you like five episodes ago yeah exactly and I'm level 35 I'm getting old <laughs> Ash says goodbye to, to uh, Butterfree as it flies up with the pink one there's tearful goodbyes from Ash and Pikachu as the two fly off together and uh, it's quite, it's quite a, a, a nice scene as uh, Ash looks down we see a montage of, uh, of all the, the highlights of uh, Ash uh, catching the Caterpie Evolving into Metapod, uh, into the Butterfree. In fairness, it's his first Pokemon that he's like kind of raised from, like its base evolution mm. all the way up, mm. and um, you know, uh, he, he, that would be a sad moment. It would be a sad, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, what kind of makes it like, nice for me as well that it's all down to the Pokemon theme. So yeah. it's actually like, it's kind of consistent. With, like, like you have caught a Caterpie, you evolve it to its maximum, and you have let it go at its peak. It's just like, oh, it's actually quite nice. Like, it's, it's actually in keeping with what, what he wants to do. And, uh, and yeah, and and, Pat, and uh, Missy says, uh, tells Ash it's nearly out of sight. He snaps out of the reminiscent and uh, finally waves up Butterfree and it flies tearfully into the sunset. Um, and Ash finally sees it off. Uh, be happy, old friend, as he says. So, let's be honest, lads, right? So, between the three of us, when he's watched this the first time, did you just cry when Butterfree left? I'd... I think I did. I don't think I did the uh, goodbye Pikachu. Yeah, but that's a very yeah that that one hits a bit differently. That, that hits differently because at the time you were convinced like fuck he actually yeah. is leaving because the whole episode's about that. Yeah, I think that's like twenty. That's, that's actually not too far away. Is it bad? Yeah, I don't think I'm so. Sure. 
Yeah, that's what I said, I think, yeah. But then, but yeah, like, yeah, like I can't say I did it myself because, uh, well, I, well, I don't think I did anyway, but I think the case was that now when you look back on it, you're thinking like, oh, it's actually, it's a really lo- lovely scene. It does kind of get you like that, kind of like, oh, he is emotionally attached to it. Yeah. But when you're, when you're doing a rewatch like this, when you're watching him kind of in the back, you realise, oh, well, Godfrey was like, did fuck all for like 10, he wasn't used at all. He oh, was yeah. an afterthought. And he then they realised. the three starters and like, yeah, forgotten about the rest. Forgotten after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fairness, I would be too. Yeah. But um, I'm going like, oh hi, Beedrill, you're so much more useful. But yeah. no, in fairness, like um, in terms of the cartoon, uh, the fact that like they did just like, oh no, we're not using Butterfree anymore. He's gone off to do his own thing. Quite a nice note as well, in a sense, where like he wasn't just boxed and forgotten about like somewhere. He's actually given the, the and it's an actual a, an arc for a a a, a, a Pokemon because yeah. in the first or second episode we have Caterpie. He explains through like the kind of the talk about Pikachu that he wanted to be a Butterfree. He wanted to become yeah, and he did, yeah. and now he's he's gone off to be with his brethren, and that's like that's that's a really nice note. It's it's, it's a nice full stop circle story in a sense, and um, and yeah, Brock compliments Ash on his training, points out the courage of both. Misty notes uh, how beautiful the sunset is, and the radio finishes off the episode saying Ash may have grown a little himself. I fucking highly doubt it. No, but either way. And Does uh, Butterfree yeah. ever show up again later on? In the I feel like they do, and I'm I'm kind of trying to remember. Did he see not come back for like an episode in Johto or something? I I, I my brain is telling me that at least the, he, he did appear once because I, I remember seeing the Butterfree with the yellow scarf, but I don't know if the because I could be confusing with like a few other Pokemon that do actually return. Yeah, like yeah, uh, like Charizard. Like Charizard comes back again several times. Yeah, Squirtle I think pops up again after. Wait 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 yeah. wait, wait wait they leave. Here, let me tell you about Generation Two. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. but no, like um, Butterfree leaving in this episode is um, it makes room for what's gonna happen in the next um, couple kind of, of episodes, couple of episodes yes. because um, Butterfree versus um, a gym leader isn't going to do much. Mm. Um, so you need you I mean, need we, to make we know, room we know where he, we, we know where he's going next. Yes, and Butterfree actually would have been useful. It wouldn't have wouldn't though. Like typing wise, uh, again, we will get into it next week because we, uh, we're 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 into a, a very fun little arc here. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like in, in theory, yes. But like um, as we know, Butterfree doesn't know any bug type moves mm-hmm. at this time. Like there was there wasn't any bug type moves. It's like Leech Life, and that doesn't learn that Twin Needle. Yeah. No, Pin Muscle. No. So yeah. like it would have been actually a bit of a a dead rubber in a sense. But, but in yeah. the, in the cartoon. String shot is an offensive move. Of course, yes. It could it could have slowed down their psychic types. Yes. Their, their psychic abilities would have been slowed by the strings have been taken off them. Yeah, that's it. Out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, there you go. And that, and that's it. So Butterfree is officially gone. Um, we will gone to a to a new family. Gone to be a family man, and mm-hmm. uh, we live there. And from that one, so obviously no new Pokemon on that because this episode was literally just about fucking Butterfree. There was nothing else. It's literally about fucking Butterfree. It was literally about fucking Butterfree. There you go, yeah. Um, and uh, and they are now fucking freely as Butterfree, as you can say. Yeah. But, um, and that's it then. So that is that episode done. And when we, uh, our next uh, few episodes are the fun part, lads, because yeah. uh, we are hitting Saffron City. This uh, is one of my favourite arcs. It yeah. is, yeah. It's very, very good. Like, yeah. I, I will say for this, because obviously we're doing these in batches. So this next session that we're doing is really fucking good. Like we've yeah. gone through the filler, we've had the, the, the pain. Yeah. And now we're going like, oh yeah, this is the real this is the good shit now. And, yeah. Uh, we've and had yeah. the emotional, you know, turmoil of having to say goodbye to a Pokemon and now we're going into the emotional turmoil of uh neglected children. <laughs> <laughs> of daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. 
um, really, really gone from like one scale to the other. But um, but yeah, that's it. And so that'll be next week. And we uh, meet, go to San Francisco City and uh, start uh, challenging Sabrina. And again, if you know your Pokemon games, you know that if you go from like third gym to Saffron City, that's not going to go well for you. Yeah. <laughs> it really fucking isn't. Sabrina's going to be what, gym six or seven? She's gym six. Depending on how you play it. Arguably, gym, uh, in te- technically gym six, but yeah. it can be gym seven. Yeah. Because the psychic types are very powerful, which we'll get to next week. Um, but until then, guys, uh, thank you very much for uh, listening to this emotional roller coaster. Hopefully, you've learned a little bit about your own courtship dances at home. Um, <laughs> Obviously, don't do what Butterfree did. Um, show off your strength. Show off your dominance. And uh, you might get somewhere uh, in, in life yourself. But uh, either way, thank you very much for listening. And uh, uh, by all means, uh, listen to all of our other episodes on the Low Blows Network. Or you may be watching the video version on Nerds or Us. So by all means, uh, thank you for uh, doing either. Um, if you are indeed uh, listening to us on the Low Blows, feel free to check out all their other content. Like their weekly uh, wrestling recap show or their Ask Low Blows where you can ask uh, stupid questions and you'll get stupid answers back. Because apparently that's how it works. Uh, but until then, guys, until next week, uh, we'll see you next time on the Jelly Phil Donut Podcast. Bye! See you. Bye-bye, Butterfree.